You're listening to the music podcast with Dave and Neil. The music podcast with Dave and Neil. Yo, everyone! Welcome to another episode of the music podcast. We are at Sydney's Vienna. People, before I start, I have to thank our good friends and sponsors, Odira Headphones. Uh, these are the new crazy technology in the headphone world. You check them out at odera.com. That's A-U-D-E-A-R-A, odera.com. Check it out. Uh, time to introduce our guest, Adam Jesse from Kill Switch Engage. Guys, welcome. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Welcome to the Bo- podcast. Welcome to the country. Ah, thank you. Yes. Uh, Always a pleasure. a lovely country. Yeah, we love it here. Yep. So, um, spoiler alert, we're recording this on a Friday afternoon-ish. It's probably going to be coming out Saturday morning. So, you've already played Canberra. As we record this, you're playing Sydney tonight, mm-hmm. but by the time this airs, Sydney will have already happened. So, you know, how was Sydney, guys? What a crazy <laughs> what a show. show. Oh I my cannot God. believe you brought out Justin Bieber. That was a yeah. moment. I actually... <laughs> and then beat him. Yeah. <laughs> and I died last night, so yeah. that was crazy. That was, that was a... <laughs> Dude, if you die tonight, a, I'll be so upset. Look, it was a memorable show. Yeah. 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 I don't remember it, but... Oh, <laughs> they do. Honest, if you die, I'll be really upset at you. Yeah. I mean... Oh, yeah. <laughs> We were, we were technically one show down. How was uh, how was the Canberra crowd? How was Parkway? It was great. Yeah, it was fun, man. Yeah, it was um, like just being able to walk out into a stage and then have all these people just excited to see you. It's mm. just, it feels great, you mm. know. Like, God, we're so far from home too. You know, mm. it's like wow. How this long is have you awesome. been in the country alone? I know Canberra last night, but when did we get to? I got here about a week ago. Okay, great. yeah, I've just been chilling. You know, visited some friends and uh, actually hung with Parkway for a couple days. Yeah. And then... Uh, Back in their hometown? Yeah. And then, Byron? Yep, yep. You know it. Yeah. You know it. And then uh, hung out in Gold Coast for a little while. Yeah. And uh, yeah, here I am. Yeah. So. I think the last time you guys were here was early 2017, right? Yep. I remember you played Emerald Theatre. I was at the show. Mm-hmm. Well done. It was really good. I know this is like a year late, but you were great. Oh, well, well thank done. you. <laughs> uh, what have you guys been up to in the last year? I know you've been touring with a small indie band called Iron Maiden. Yes. <laughs> yeah. How yeah, they? they're really up and coming. I think. Super yeah. DIY. Yeah. They're going yeah. yeah. to make something for them. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I think maybe. So. Let's not yeah. get our hopes up yet. Right. How was how <laughs> that, that particular tour? That was wild, man. It was unreal seeing what how, how much they put into their stage production and like just it's they insane they're in fucking plane like yeah yeah it's just yeah it's, it's nuts. like it's like going to a broadway show or like you know an opera yeah like 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 the stage is changing every song every just, song's a different <laughs> backdrop a different costume yeah there's costume changes yeah. and you know like there's new characters and stuff it's like what the hell is going yeah. on and they here? treated us really really nice they were, they were gentlemen yeah, yeah. That's just the the flip side of that is like, you know, you have to really work for the audience. You know, they're there to see Iron Maiden for the most part. I was actually complaining about an hour earlier. Yeah. (laughs) The guys are like, like, it can be tough. It was was so nice nice last night to play a show where you could just see people genuinely like excited to be there and see you, you know, Mm. versus like the Iron Maiden crowd. Like if I take my glasses off, I can't see, you know, maybe 10 yards in front of me, you know. So like I've just got the th- the first three or four rows yeah. that I can see really well, and 
all of those people were the people that got there early just to see Iron Maiden with all their Iron Maiden gear on, arms crossed while we're playing, you know, just like, prove hurry, it, prove it, oh, yeah, we do not, out. we're not here to see you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we are here to see Iron Maiden <laughs> get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> what was the last time you guys did a, a show like that, in the sense of being that support act where not many people, or at least a large part of the audience, aren't there to see you guys specifically. We've done quite a bit of those, actually. Volbeat was one in particular, oh, too. That, that was, was a, a different well, different audience altogether. Yeah, I definitely scared a lot of people. Yeah, yeah so a couple, did not, couple like, of nights we bummed some families out, oh, for sure. Yeah. There's people like bringing their kids to the show. And oh, wow. well, yeah, and I'm just yelling profanities left and right. and it's what I do, man. One night, a mother covered her her daughter's ears yeah. <laughs> when he was talking. It was so well, but there funny. Is, she's in the second what? Second, third row of an yeah. yeah. No, no, no. This is Volbeat. You're at a metal oh, okay, show, right, but sure. still, you know, it's that's a metal show. But that's man. the difference between Volbeat's crowd and ours. You know, yeah. like our crowd, that anything goes. Mm. We're like a rolling frat party. Yeah, and we're like, <laughs> you know, family oriented. Yeah, I think because that was my first kill switch got it last year. It was incredible. Like there was like to the, right to the side of stage near the speakers. There were people just circulating and just stage driving. I didn't like yeah. like this. Someone's about to die here. But you guys didn't give a fuck. It's all good. I, would, I'm sure I love did. that. I <laughs> love when people are crowd participation, yeah, having yeah. fun, yeah. using the stage as theirs. I love that. I grew up the hardcore punk community. Yeah, mm. it's just about having a good time, taking care of each other, and partying. You know. Mm. I think Bruce Dickinson's in the country right now as well. Oh, right on. He's doing a big speaking tour. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, Does that guy ever want to have downtime? No, no. He's one of the hardest working people in metal. Dude. Do you, like in those kind of situations and on those kind of tours, do you kind of just have to respect the space and just do what you got to do, get on stage, get off stage, or can you pick Iron Maiden's brain? Can you learn a thing or two? Well, I, always, I know you guys don't have as many costume changes. Yeah. No, but. yeah. I always mind my own business. You know, it's, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm there to get on stage and do my part and play mm. the show, you know, and then get out of there, you know? Yeah. That's kind of our mentality, you know, we'll just keep, keep your head down, work hard. And, uh, hopefully people dig what you're doing. Uh, you know, it's, we're not, not really in a place to sort of, uh, renegotiate anything on the fly. <laughs> but that being said, you know, you know, I think we do well with that. Like we're, we're grateful. And even if it's not the best show, we'll definitely still give it all, everything we got. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's, I've, don't know if I'm embarrassed to say this or not. It depends on what your feeling is on the subject. My first experience of Killswitch Engage was CM Punk's theme song, This Fire Burns. Oh, yeah. Wow. Pro wrestling. Yeah. First, first of all, thoughts on pro wrestling? Neither of us watch it. Um, <laughs> it's, that it's being like a, Wait, it's like a it soap. It, be honest. It's like a soap opera for, you know. Don't say kids because. Men. I'm 28, man. Yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike D's <laughs> massively obsessed with all like, of it. Is he really? Oh, yeah. I, I have Hugely a re- obsessed. I have a respect for the guys that are in shape and doing all these crazy things. Like, mm. don't get me wrong. They're well in shape. They take good, great care of themselves. Yeah. But come on, man. Who... <laughs> There's like plots that are like the stupidest thing in the world. Yeah, like, when South Park roasted them, that was yeah, that right. kind of fucked me over for good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, though, I I will go back and watch the old stuff, like from the stuff that I used to watch when I was a kid. Mm. You know, um, Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior. Mm. I can still watch those, and I love that it's stuff. Because you were a child. When yeah, you <laughs> but that's and the- now you're a 28 year old man watching <laughs> this stuff. Which is- well, if it helps, CM Punk quit because he's also over pro wrestling. Right. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It's kind of sad. Well, not uh, for you guys. But I haven't seen it. that South Park. I should. Uh, I should yeah, see look, it. they burn them hard. You know which South Park got me? The one, uh, the World of Warcraft one. Um, that's like didn't that get like an Emmy nomination? Oh God, it was that. It just got me, man. That is so. You know what's fucked up? We funny. had Primus oh. in here a couple months ago. 
Yeah. Um, and obviously they do the South Park right, theme right. song. Right, yeah. right. And he was telling this story how he, um, Trey and Matt brought their kids to a, to a Primus show. Yeah. And they were talking about Family Guy. Um, and Trey said to one of the kids, like, oh, what do you think about South Park? And uh, uh, Jerry's son goes, oh, we're not allowed to watch South Park. And they just look at Primus and go, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, this is like one of the best songs of all time on our show and you don't let him watch it because he's 14 years old. Right. And he said the first show he watched with his son was the one where is it, uh, Randy goes to like the men's spa. Oh no! I love it. Well, I love it. He's like, I had to turn it off right there. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, you only know it's going to go one way. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, Jesse, it's been a it's been a a big twelve months for you personally as well. You've had some some crazy surgery. Yeah, yeah, it was nuts, Uh, but a necessary evil. I think it was a blessing in disguise. Mm. Singing on a broken instrument instrument for quite a long time, and it finally just uh, came to the point where my body was like, "We're done. Stop." I was in the studio, I was trying to sing this thing, and Adam's like, you are not getting it, and it's so within your range, you should be able to sing this. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of had a sense that my voice was fatigued, but I had no idea how bad it was until I sat down and actually had the doctor looking at me. So long story short, after the surgery, I got proper training, and my voice feels so much better. I'm able to sing better, I'm able to like, sing for longer amounts of time. Mm-hmm. It's been the biggest... Uh, blessing in disguise in my entire career so yeah it was scary definitely and it what, def- what month did you get the surgery sorry uh was it may i think i think it was past may. may yeah i think so right right because so i rec- so i had three weeks to recover and then a week of speech and vocal warm-up before being on stage with iron maiden for the first show of the iron maiden tour sure no pressure. so it was yeah yeah, yeah no pressure <laughs> at all so those four weeks were probably some of the worst mentally for me because I, I tend to be a a bit of a drama queen when it comes to to hard times. I was having a hard time being positive, but that first show back we played, I got off stage and I I was like had tears in my eyes, and it felt good to be able to sing and have control of my voice like I'd never felt before. And since then, it's been awesome. Is there like an initial panic when you kind of started realizing that your voice wasn't where it's at? I should have been panicking when I was spitting blood for the past couple of years. Just a flu. It's yeah, fine. no, and I went to Jesus. different doctors and different doctors were like, it might be your nostrils, it might be this. And some, some guy called it rock and roll spit. I won't name names. And I was like, <laughs> oh, it happens to singers. But I, you know, I'd been doing damage for such a long time without knowing it. So I just thought I just suck at singing, which might be the case too. But it feels different, and I'm actually really enjoying singing. Well, there, again. there was a level of frustration even just working with you, yeah. Like because you know you'd have the first day where we we'd work for about three to four hours, and then the second day you could I shot. Could, I could actually hear a difference, yeah, with your voice just because of the inflammation. Yeah, you would get tired so much quicker before this. And on tour, I was constantly getting sick, but part of that was just, like you said, inflammation and my body just trying to heal because, mm. you know, just singing improperly will kill you. Mm. And it affects not just your voice, but everything, your physical and eventually your mental. Mm. So touring was really burdensome for the past few years for me, wondering when the other shoe was going to fall, so to speak. When did that happen? Like, so again, I keep referencing this Australian tour you guys did last year. Was that happening then? I'm sure it was happening oh, yeah. throughout all that because, you know, I went to the the regular doctor I go to sent me to a specialist and this guy has different equipment and yeah. he got deeper into where my vocal folds are and found this polyp that had scar tissue all over Jesus. it. So he's saying that the stuff you've been getting treated for is more surface. The stuff we're seeing here, this has been happening for a long time. Wow. So I've been singing on damaged voice for who knows how long. 
probably even since I first returned to Kill Switch, for all I know. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You think about all the, the bouts you've had where yeah. you'd, like, you'd have you know a rough go for like about a couple weeks and then you'd take a break, you'd be fine again. And then all yeah, of a sudden, it was constant. It was back and forth all yeah. the time. Yeah. It was so frustrating. So long story short, uh, I'm on the other side of it and I'm very careful with my voice. I've actually cut way back on drinking and partying. And- Loser. I see. Yeah. There's a brewery next door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I can't drink beer anywhere because now I'm 40. I have a gluten intolerance. <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty much a bummer all around right now. But I can sing better, which is good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then tell me about these these Parkway shows. I mean, I, forgive my ignorance. I didn't even realize you guys were were friends with Parkway. Well, Adam's known those guys. Oh, yeah, I I worked on two of the records with them. Yeah. Um. So I've known them for years. Um. Uh, and yeah, they they're just like like really great down to earth guys. Mm. You know, like just. They were, it's funny, like just hanging out with them last couple of days, like their attitude towards the way they approach their band. It uh, kind of reminds me of how we approach it, just with honesty and you know, like we're not trying to be like something like this big image or like mm. pretend that we're something. They just want to make music. You mm. know what I mean? It's just like, and it comes off when you watch yeah. them too. Right. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great run. And I've met the singer for the first time yesterday, yeah. and I didn't even know it was him because I don't pay attention to a, a ton of metal human yeah beings. and he was just a nice yeah. guy I was chatting up I was like oh you're the singer mm. nice dude there's a, there's a joke like uh, with Australian fans is that because they just do not look like a metal band and if yeah. everyone knows that they're all big surfers they all live on the beach yeah. you would think they're going to be like some surf rock band they get on stage you're like oh shit yeah. that's Parkway Drive but that's cool though I yeah, like totally, that yeah. I totally dig that you know yeah fuck yeah so, <laughs> I mean we don't really look like a metal band though either no <laughs> not at all, I don't have one tattoo <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean, right now, Adam, you're wearing thongs. Mm-hmm. Not quite rock style. He always wearing does. buckles, my friend. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> no studs. Uh, tell me about, I understand you guys are, are working on a new album. Yeah. Uh, yep. Are we looking for this year or? Next year. Next year. Oh, so yeah. Be... Good old uh, Next bro- year. Broken Throat McGee over here. Yeah, and... it's kind of put a little <laughs> wrench in the gears yeah. or a big wrench in the gears. Yeah. So we're, we're not even done tracking. We still got lots of tracking to do. Yeah. Um, so I would say, like, spring. Late winter? Realistically, yeah. yeah. Okay. So th- there's no new songs on this tour, obviously? No. We It's funny. We have some songs that are finished, but we're kind of waiting to get more of a game plan together on what we want to, you know, mm. debut first and all this stuff. So. Yeah. But we, we're coming along. We've got some stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. you guys, are, as well as um, touring with Parkway, you've got a couple of shows, just headline shows. I think you're back in Sydney mm-hmm. in, what, three, four days? Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is awesome. We're doing Sydney on Tuesday. Is it? Yeah, it's fun when you are a support and then you do a headlining show because it's always a nice little boost. You know, when you get fans who are there just to see you, you know mm. they're going to sing along. It's going to be a different vibe. But that being said, you know, last night was great. Um, night before, I should say, was great, you know, because people were singing along. So Parkway fans and our fans are closer than an Iron Maiden tour, you know, mm. like at least there's a bleed over totally, of the yeah. genre. So. But headline shows are my favorite when we're doing a support. It just gives you a nice recharge. Yeah. What's on the agenda for the rest of the year then? Are we kind of wrapping up after this well, tour? Yeah, we're going to uh, we'll do this tour. Then we're going to get back and we'll do some more vocals. And then we've got another run in the States to, to make, make up. up. Yeah, for sure. when I had to yep. cancel. For the, with canceled shows because of a surgery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we've got a bit of time off for Christmas. And then, funny story, we're going to be out in Europe with Parkway. And they are just murder. Same lineup yep. in Europe and UK. Festivals, you mean? Yeah. No, no, just shows. Oh, wow. okay. yeah, 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 yeah. This this tour, but in Europe. Yeah, great. Um, and then there's you know, 
possible talk of something else in late spring in the U.S. And then once that record's done and wrapped up, it's going to start all over again. Oh, God. And then, <laughs> then I'm never going to see my bed or my girlfriend or my dogs ever again. No, we're going to try to pace ourselves a little more this, oh, this album cycle. We've all been we're talking about 40s, it. We're in our 40s, man. Yeah, Come on, give yeah. us a break. You know, there's a thing, there's a balance. You know, if yeah. I'm home too long, I get stir crazy. Um, but if I'm out on the road too long, I get way it's too just, burnt out. So yeah. It's we're trying to find that balance. Too much of one thing is always bad. Yeah. I was so sure you guys are going to be announced on the download lineup. I'm glad we're taking a break from all that, though, because when we do decide to do it again, totally. it'll be like better. Yeah. And the festivals, you know, those are hit or miss. They're fun to do, but it's also exhausting, too. Yeah. It's a festival circuit, so hopefully we'll take a break from that, but we'll see. Yeah. Who knows? When you put out a record, you're supposed to do them, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. What's, uh, what, are, what are the plans as far as uh, being in Australia goes? Are we going to do any touristy stuff? Or are we just going to be chilling in the hotel? Watching don't have a ton, yeah, we don't have a ton of time, honestly. Yeah, we're, we're pretty much busy. I'm going to eat my face off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Asian food, so uh, yeah. you guys are blessed with being so close <laughs> to Asia, so it's just so much good Yeah, Asian that's a fact. Here. And then... Uh, Lots of beach time in Perth. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be real nice. And then uh, Halloween, which I know is not a big deal over here, but uh, uh, there's a great bar called the Cherry Bar in Melbourne, and yep. I'm DJing that night, like a, a costume party slash yeah. like, um, yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that. That's one of the things I'm looking forward to. I love hanging out at the Cherry Bar. It's events like that that make people get into Halloween over here. Like yeah, we, right. Jamie Lee Curtis has been here all week promoting. I know, movie. dude. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah, I, I hung out with her on Wednesday. She's, oh, that's so she's awesome. She's the coolest. Have you seen the movie yet? No, it's been no. Out in America for a no. Weeks. no. It's fucking cool. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I have to check it out. Uh, I'm a big horror movie guy. Oh, I love horror movies. I, well, well, you have to see the movie to do the interview. Yeah. So, like, I'm not big on my horror movies, but and this is like fucking scary too. Oh yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you like you like. Horror oh, movies. I love horror movies. Yeah. Probably more than I should. Yeah. No, it's awesome. Yeah. Nice guys. Well, um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. No, thanks, thanks for you. having uh, us, man. Good luck with the shows. Again, good luck in Sydney, but really, you know, you did Sydney already, so it's fine. we'll just ignore <laughs> the Sydney show. We'll see you. Well, again. we still we still have our headlining. Exactly. Studio. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Come yeah. to that if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Guys, thank you so much. Uh, well, yeah, we hope to see you back here very soon. Right on, yeah. man. Thank All you. Right. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Hey, the Music Podcast listener, if you liked what you just heard, then you are going to want to check out a very new weekly podcast special uh, exploring the writing and production of John Butler Trio's new album, Home, came out a few weeks ago uh, and it was number one on the Aria Albums chart. Uh, Tommy Spender actually sits down with John and goes through the insights, the techniques, methods and various people he worked with on this album. Uh, Check it out right now at spender.com.au and make sure you check out John Butler Trio's new album, Home, on iTunes. Um, I always bring my little travel guitar with me and as I'm kind of just like basking in this absolutely luxurious kind of scenic landscape of just this blue and these islands, it was like, you know, something out of a movie. I'd never seen anything like it before. 